Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness, and this is the Holderness Family Podcast. Although we may change the name. Yeah, we're, we're thinking. We're, we're thinking of. We're thinking about changing. I'm just saying, telling you right now. We, but right now, it's the Holderness Family Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I, did, did I just drop like a truth bomb on people? And now they're like, "Whoa!" I don't think that's a truth bomb. No, that's not a truth. It's bomb. a bigger deal, literally, to us than to anyone else. It's a, nobody it's else important cares. to us. No one else cares. Literally, no one else. Anyway, I'm glad we remember, that out. remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. A recent review from IU Hoosier fan. This is an absolute must-listen podcast. Kim and Penn's insightful approach to parenting, life, and just being great human is exactly what this world needs. Each week, they explore a topic that inspires thought and leads with honest and positive heart. Wow, thank you. People from Indiana are so nice. They're so nice. Okay, this is is a a real bomb right here. We're about to drop. We have stepped into the future. (laughs) You guys. You can call us on your telephone and leave us a message. I mean, (laughs) does that sound like the most antiquated thing ever? But I love it. Yeah, we have we have gone to 1987. Yeah. So basically, you call and we're going to say, do you have a question? Do you have something you want to say? You comment. What's a, do you have a comment? Do you have a topic? Is there something really that's kind of eating you up that you want to talk about? And we may use your voicemail on this podcast. It's a telephone number. Give us a call at 323-364-3929. We'll leave it somewhere in the notes too. 323-364-3929. Leave your name, your location, and what whatever question you want or thought that you have. And we might put it in next week's episode. So for the introverts like myself, because sometimes like I get my armpit sweat when I have to think about like calling somebody right. and think like they might answer. Yeah, we're not going to talk so, to you. So like, literally, I've, I have a phone call I have to make and it's about like my credit card. It has nothing to do but with But you anything. don't want to talk to people. But I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. So I've been putting it off. Just know that like we can't even really answer this. Yeah. I mean, we'll so listen to we're it. We're going to listen to it. Actually, we might just listen, like look at the Google Translate that comes no, in the I know, I'm joking. No, we're no, going to we, listen to it. We're going to listen to it. We're going to listen to it. But know that like there won't be the pressure of having to actually have a conversation that's a good note honey if that helps you yeah good note okay you guys we are thrilled to introduce our guest this week she's a stand-up comedian writer actor 
She is Fortune Feemster. We're huge fans. Yes. Huge fans. I think we first fell in love with her and her very memorable role in the movie Office Christmas Party. She was the Uber driver. Yes. Anyway, hysterical. But you may have seen her. Um, she's a writer and she's was a panelist on Chelsea Lately or The Mindy Project. She's done guest appearances and, or written on a ton of your favorite shows. And anytime I see her in a show or at a clip online, it's a guaranteed laugh. Yeah, and she has a hilarious one-hour special now on Netflix called Sweet and Salty. And it was supposed to kind of launch her sold-out stand-up tour about 20 months ago. And I bet you can guess what happened next, right? Yeah. COVID. Uh, so now, 19 months later, she is hitting the road in her Too Sweet, Too Salty tour. She's actually going to be in our town. And today, like we, we learned a lot from her today, including kind of her breakout role from office Christmas party, how that scene happened, which is really fascinating. And I'm always curious when I see somebody that has, let's call it a non-traditional job, right? I think being a comedian and actress is a non-traditional job. What her parents did to yeah. kind of help support her because listen, she came from a small town that where you don't just jet off to LA. Like that's not really a job option for people in small towns really. And just kind of what, what her parents did to kind yeah. of help her along the way. And I want to know more about how North Carolina shaped her because that was where she was raised. That's where I was raised. And it's like a, a cool, positive answer. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Welcome to the show, Fortune. Hi, guys. Oh, my goodness. We're so we're, excited. Yeah, we're going to freak out on you just for a second We're just here. a little starstruck. I'll take it. Well, so no. One of our favorite things to do is watch Christmas movies. We watch them when it's Year not round. Christmas all the time. Oh, yeah? So oh, that's it, nice. Well, you stole the show in one of them, on Office Christmas Party. And oh, I appreciate it. I, I, I literally I was like, who is that human being? Yeah. And I Googled, and then I found your entire collection. Yeah. You're very prolific. I yes. also, well, thank yeah. you. I also have a sneaking suspicion that that wasn't all on a script. Like, that was just you being you. None of it was. What, is that right? <laughs> yeah, none of it was. It was it, that, that movie was such a trip, because I tried out for um, a different part, I think it was the security guard part. I didn't get it. And they kind of like threw me a bone. They were like, there's this Uber scene and we don't really know what to do with the scene. Um, but do you want it? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be in an Uber with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Done. Of course. And, um, we got, I got on set and they were kind of like, ah, this, you know, how it's written is not really working. But the one important thing of the scene was that, that I'm supposed to be the one that tells Jennifer that there's an office Christmas party. And that's basically, uh, you know, the whole point of the scene. But they were like, how do we make it funny? So we just started like brainstorming and my friend Jillian Bell who's in the movie we kind of came up with that undercover boss stuff and then once we got in the car I just started making fun of her name Carol <laughs> um, and it became this whole like the whole scene was me just talking about Carol being an old-timey name and that became the scene and then they ended up bringing me back to film the very last scene of the movie right when they tested the movie the scene was so popular that they were like, we're going to we bring more. you back. And it was all from just us at two in the morning on a backstage in Atlanta, um, riffing on, I you love know, that. just improvising oh and riffing on this name. It was so trippy. Well, we loved it. Um, and, and we love your brand of comedy, I have to say. And let's just back up for a second. I think that, so when I was in high school, they gave it like this personality test. 
and it was supposed yeah. to tell you what kind of job you were supposed to have, right? Oh, and okay. so I, it came out that I was supposed to be an architect, which would have been terrible. But it was literally like a list of jobs. And I thought, oh, these are just like the only jobs you can have. You can be like a right. nurse or a teacher or an architect or something like that. You can like do that. six things. You can do six things, right. yeah. basically. So <laughs> at, did you always, was comedy always a career goal for you? No, not at all. I mean, I, I grew up in North Carolina. Um, I'm from Belmont, which is right outside of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a small town. It's about 10,000 people. Um, I went to Peace College in Raleigh, small school, about 1,000 people, 1,000 women. And so I was always in a smaller pond, but not, but like always happy. Like I loved growing up in North Carolina. But being from a small town, I didn't think that you could yeah i go to los angeles i didn't think you could work in comedy and anything in the entertainment field it just seems so like um like it might as well have been narnia that's how (laughs) far removed it seemed from me so growing up i like loved saturday night live i watched all the sketches i would record it on my vhs and perform the sketches for my you know people my softball team or tennis team so i had that in me but not certainly not like oh, that I can make a living doing this. But I ended up moving to L.A. after college and found improv and just it just truly started as a hobby, as a way to make friends and became a passion. And then my my path was very specific from then on out of like, this is what I want to do. Well, so what was, you went to a small college. What was your major? I'm curious. Communications. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. So you didn't stray too yeah. far. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's, the, it's a small liberal arts college. Now it's co-ed. It was a mm-hmm. women's college at the time. You had like five majors to choose from, mm-hmm. five or six. So it was like, like with your job thing of like, oh, <laughs> which one kind of fits like that scene. I was like, I guess that. But it was really just stemming from not knowing what I wanted to do. So luckily, as part of that, it dabbled in everything, which, uh, you know, a little bit of public speaking, PR, theater. So I got to kind of dip my toe in different aspects of communicating. But it ended up being the theater, obviously, that Mm -hmm. I used the most. But I actually was pretty bad in theater. No. I was not great. I wasn't. I really wasn't. I had this, my accent was even thicker. I was, had terrible stage fright and we didn't do a lot of comedies. So I didn't really, I, you know, here I am, this bizarre person, big hair, <laughs> crazy accent, trying to do like Shakespeare. It just didn't quite. I would have liked to have seen that. I'm very curious. I, I really hope to, there's a video. Yeah. You, I really don't think you would have enjoyed it. You would have been like, um, I don't know. I, I, right now? I just have a feeling there you would have been yourself in some way. Like that's that's really what it all comes back to. You yeah. talked about an office Christmas party. They're like, just be yourself. And then that mm-hmm. ended up being not just enough, but stealing the show. Can we talk a little bit more about the South? Just yeah. as someone who's also from there. I have one fun question, then a couple of like more deep questions. First of all, what does it mean when a Southerner says, bless your heart? <laughs> <laughs> what is the true meaning? I mean, it's a backhanded thing, obviously. Oh yeah. It you're 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 going, oh, oh. they 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 tried. But <laughs> they missed the mark. But did they? But did they you try? Know? We get it. Or, all or the like, time. oh, they don't know any better yeah. kind of thing. My favorite text back to friends when something is like when stuff is going sideways, I'm like, bless. <laughs> 
Just uh-huh. bless. bless your heart. Not yeah. even bless your heart. I'm just we, like bless. Because uh, most Southerners are right on the same page with you. They know exactly what you mean. Bless. That's such a Southern thing to not. We don't like even in talking crap about someone. We still try to be kind. Which I honestly would prefer somebody just to tell me you're a terrible mm-hmm. person and you look awful. Like <laughs> what the outfit you put together is terrible. I'd prefer that than just a yeah. bless your heart. I know. What was it like growing up in the South for you? Uh, my, my family's from a small town as well. Mm-hmm. And they are the nicest, sweetest, most amazing people really at, at the heart of it. But some of them are a bit set in their ways. Right. I mean, you know, there's different parts of North Carolina, as you guys mm-hmm. know. The town that I'm from, it's right outside of Charlotte, and it's so different from Charlotte. It's a very small town. Everybody knows each other. When I was growing up there, I couldn't wait to leave. I was like, I got to get out of here. It's too small. Mm-hmm. I don't like that everybody knows everybody's business. It was, I felt very confined there. But in hindsight, you know, you get older, you look back, and you go, that was a pretty great place to grow up. People were kind they looked out for each other they had manners you know if someone something happened to someone in your family they were the first people there with food you know it's it's a kind of community that it's hard to find it's hard to find a place where people are like looking out for each other and being a good neighbor mm-hmm. um so now my hometown's really come around like it's this cute place that a lot of people from charlotte are moving to it's like really coming to its own like there was nothing when i was growing up like no restaurant wanted to be there it they didn't sell alcohol so you couldn't get like a decent place and now that they do sell and uh sell alcohol so all these like cute restaurants are downtown and so i go visit a lot when i can because i'm like my hometown's pretty great so <laughs> people are still like really nice there it's gotten bigger so i don't know as many people there as i used to growing up it's like doubled in size but i i like being from there because a lot of who i am was instilled in me there you know how i treat people kindness was always t- especially my family was taught as being important manners treating people how you want to be treated so i really am grateful that i had a place like that where people put that as a priority this podcast is brought to you by Addy or Flibanserin, the FDA-approved little pink pill for certain premenopausal women frustrated by their low sex drive. Ladies, if you're bothered by your low libido, it could be a medical condition called hypoactive sexual desire disorder or HSDD. And you're not alone. HSDD affects one in ten premenopausal women, and you have options. Visit addyi.com/slash. Yes, and schedule an online visit today. Use code YES at checkout to find out if Addy could be good for you for only $10. That's yes at addyi.com. And now, because we have to do disclaimers, but Penn wants to make it fun, here's this. 
Patty is for premenopausal women with the choir generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance, period. Your risk of severe blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescription over-the-counter or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching, or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide including box warning at Addy.com PI or call 844-PINK. <laughs> That's code yes at A-D-D-Y-I dot com. Good job, Ben. Thanks. This podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Penn and I have been very open about our own marriage counseling and how it helped us have a stronger marriage. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, before we had a good marriage... A lot of people have good marriages. We now have a great marriage, thanks to counseling. I have also gotten help for my anxiety and depression, and it's so important that you talk to someone if you're struggling. And if you listen to this podcast, we say that all the time. And BetterHelp makes professional counseling accessible, affordable, convenient, so anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. They assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You don't waste time either. You start communicating in under 48 hours, and you connect in a safe and private online environment. Start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash holderness. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash holderness. So manners, etiquette, Obviously, you're a debutante. <laughs> yeah. Which I. Not by choice. My mom made me. So I, I actually did not grow up in North Carolina. I okay. grew up in yeah. Florida, which is like geographically Southern, but not the South, really. It's a so, whole different so that wasn't in my. Right. We also yeah. had no money. So, like, that's just like not something we did. But he. I, I was a two time marshal. Today I learned. Um, I don't know what that is. What is a marshal? It's just you ask. You, uh, you accompany the debutante. The debutante. The, I'm yeah. telling you, it. It was bonkers. I would love to hear Fortune's experience from this, but it's, I mean, you have to be a certain way and act a certain way, and I didn't particularly want to. We had to sing. Oh, did, did you have to sing? Have no. no. No, like the, it was a crawl. You know that song, Happy Holidays? No one wanted to sing, like, but, yeah. but except for me. So, like, the girls. Jazz would, hands yeah, all the time. The girls would be like, Happy Holidays. And the guys would be like, Happy Holidays. And I'd be like, Happy Holidays. <laughs> yeah, and you were, you were This is why before. he was invited twice. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I got invited back, but uh, yeah. I'm, Okay, so debutante, just real quick, I mean, we don't have to dive into it, but not not your first choice? No, because, I mean, I didn't grow up like that. I, you know, I was the same way. We were a very working class family, blue collar. I hint on it a little bit in my special on Netflix. My mom grew up with a lot of money. Her dad was a, a very... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Prolific contractor in North Carolina. He built schools and churches and houses all over the state, but he died young. The family lost money through a series of long stories. So by the time I was coming up, there was no money. So my mom had this upbringing of very, like a debutante type of upbringing, very... Uh, high society <laughs> i'm like watching nascar with my dad eating chicken wings <laughs> so that was my life and but my mom i think was trying to hold on you know have a little piece of that old yeah thing that she grew up with and so it was she she was like living vicariously through me i got invited because she was one and i was like no way we don't have the money it's too expensive it's too like just not my thing and she was like you're doing this it's your thing now lady so i felt like you know a fish out of water but now as a comedian obviously it makes for a lot of it's all content right material but it was a lot of luncheons a lot of like learning how to eat properly which didn't really (laughs) stick with me yeah um it was a lot of acting like a lady it was it was all about like meeting other debutantes from past decades and thanking them it's for it's it's like bridgerton if you've seen bridgerton well if the duke like, is there i'm in yeah well i yeah it makes things a lot more fun yeah, I he does. i'm i'm i i'm straight and i i have feelings for the duke yes um, <laughs> i'm just gonna say that right now so he's a hot dude yeah. uh, dude okay so covid i mean it hit all of us right and it forced mm-hmm. us us to do our jobs differently everything but covid yeah. dude you were you had like suitcases packed ready to go out on this tour 
And oh, then, yeah. dude, and, but you're out now. So talk to us about this tour. Yeah, so my, my Netflix special, Sweet and Salty, came out in late January of 2020. I was so proud of it. I filmed it in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's amazing. Um, it was super funny. Thank you. And and I, I I told a lot of my story and who I am, and it you know resonated with people. We ended up putting a tour on sale right away. It sold out like six months of theaters. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. That's, you know, you're making that leap from comedy clubs to theaters, uh, which is the, the goal of most comics. First show is supposed to be, like, I think, March 11th of 2020. <sighs> the night before, we have our bags packed. We're ready to go. It's in Michigan. And uh, they were like, nope, no, you know, oh, we're canceling man. the weekend. It's, you know, two up in the air, but, you know, we'll reschedule in three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Give we'll us be three back. weeks. Yeah, all of, Mar- all of March, we rescheduled like a month later. And uh, who knew, you know, a year and a half later, I finally picked that tour back up. So it was such a weird feeling to, to like put it on hold and you kind of just had to hope that people would want to laugh again at some point. And, um you know, like everybody, the world stopped. We all just had to figure it out. And yeah, we put it back on sale in the spring and people are showing up. It's, it's incredible. We're adding like third shows, fourth shows. Um, I think people from having a year and a half of uh, stress and Uh fear and all the things that we all went through death. I mean, you know, it was a tough time. I think people just more than ever just want to laugh. I, I can't agree more. And so I, I, I did watch the special back in 2020. We're so excited for this tour. But also, I have to ask: like, anytime I come across somebody who's doing what they love, mm-hmm. as we're parents, and we have a teenager, yeah. and we have a tweenager, and so a teenager. <laughs> so I'm always so curious. How I mean, here you are, and you, you, your mother's hilarious, by the way. Oh, thank you. So, what sort of things did your parents instill in you? How did they support you enough to like? Oh, I'll go to Los Angeles. I right. guess I'll try this comedy thing. You know that you were able to take this leap. We're trying to give parents credit here because we don't feel right. like we get enough credit. Fortune. No, no, no. I want to know. No, I feel like parents don't. Do parents, that, right? do, but also, I'm, I'm, I live. I'm like, oh, I'm screwing these kids up. Like on, uh, on yeah, the daily, I'm screwing them up. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to learn from. Right. People who have been successful, what their parents did to support them. What do you think it was? I mean, I think that, you know, there's no magic formula to, oh, I'm going to set out and do this. I'm, I surprised myself. Like, I don't think I ever thought I would, like I said earlier, move to LA or do this. I think you have to like instill in your kids, like the freedom for them to explore different things. Like, does that sound interesting to you try it you know does that are you into Mm. sports are you into theater you into this like kind of guiding them to just sort of dip their toe in in different things to see what fits but Mm -hmm. for me i i think i surprised myself i surprised my parents (laughs) i don't think they thought i that i would be doing this i I certainly like i was funny but i wasn't the funniest you kind of have to just give your kids some freedom I think to to discover the things that sound interesting to them. I mean, I know it was hard for my mom when I said I'm moving to Los Angeles. She was like, "That you know seems so far away. It's scary. It's a big city." She was definitely like, "Are you sure?" Like, 
don't you want to go to grad school? Like it seemed a very unsafe path, like a path of hardship. And it was, I mean, to pursue a dream like this, that's really difficult that a very few people make it in this business. It's gotta be hard as a parent to sit back and see your kids struggle. I mean, I had no money for like nine years out here. Yeah. I had two roommates I did. Sometimes I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. That's got to be tough as a parent, especially I was very academically oriented. My mom, you know, thought I was going to go to grad school, that I was going to be a lawyer or something like that. And then suddenly your kids like can't pay the (laughs) bills. You have to probably feel like, where did I go wrong? So I think for her, it just required just that blind, unconditional support of like, if this is what you want to do, you know, we'll support you. But it wasn't until I finally got on TV that I think she excelled and was like, oh, okay, maybe she's going to be all right. Yeah. I hope that she's listening to this. I hope that she's aware that you appreciate her. And that's, that's a great story to hear. Yeah. It's It's easy to say, just to have blind, unconditional support. That is really hard to do. Yeah. I I would imagine, I would think as a parent, you want to protect your kids, right? You want to make sure they're secure and happy. But if when you're pursuing a, a really hard path a hard dream like there's only so much you can do well you've obviously done some of it yourself you were patient you were determined and you got to this point and i want to talk about how that happened because comedy comes from so many so many different places Mm -hmm. there's musical comedy there's comedy that comes from tragedy there's people who are really good actors there's people who are just inherently funny there's people who do a good job observing what's around them where would you say is the main source of your comedy? Um, I think I, I'm a big storyteller. Yeah. That probably has to do a lot with being Southern. I think that sort of runs in our, in our veins. We, t- you know, we're surrounded by so many people in our lives that tell stories. People are very animated. I find that being from the South, you're always like, Oh, that person was such a character, <laughs> you know, when you're growing up, but it's like real people. So we're just growing up with like, a lot of exuberance around us people want to tell you about that thing you know let me tell you about what i did at church last week even like a story as simple as that was always like an animated thing so that is definitely where i tend to go is stories it's a lot of stories about growing up about my life about my journey i'm not a big punchline set up punchline kind of person yeah uh because i i think my comedy the stand-up part at least tends to be more grounded and then i have the, another part of my comedy which is characters and silliness yeah. and being very you know over the top so i have both of those things but at the end of the day i think the focal point of all of it comes from a positive place yeah mm-hmm. for sure I, I mean some of your predecessors from the south i'm sitting here thinking about like the blue collar comedy tour and it was all kind of the same style yours mm-hmm. it, yours seems so i mean i have no, so those guys are funny yours seems right. so much more genuine and steeped in positivity i will say yeah, it's it's a, a feeling of like I want you to feel better leaving my show than when you got there. Mm-hmm. That's my main goal of any show that I do, any video I put out. I want you to feel like you got something from it that that made you feel good. Because I, the, I mean, to me, that's what comedy's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you feel good. I'm not there mm-hmm. to like. I'm not the comic that's there to make you think or to like 
talk about politics or divisive stuff or to like dig into the societal things. I'm just like, I want to make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of my comedy stems from. Well, thank you for what you do because there are places for those types of comedian who make those mm-hmm. kind of, you know, commentaries on what our society is. There's a play for that. But my brain right. is so overwhelmed with real yeah. life right now. <laughs> I know. There's all, there's so much out there. It's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I know. And I pay attention to it. But when I turn to my comedy, I want it to be comedy. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Now, um, t- uh, so your tour, it's going into 2022, but you're on the road now. Where can people find information? And where can they follow you? Yeah, I'm going all over the country. Fortunefeemster.com is where uh, my tickets are on sale. I'm, co- I'm doing a bunch of shows in North Carolina in February. Uh, Asheville, Charlotte, Durham, and then into South Carolina, into Charleston. So definitely hitting up those uh, southern places. But I'm truly everywhere. <laughs> this tour is going until probably May or June. If you are into comedy, check it out on my website and see if I'm coming to a city near you. It's the Too Sweet, Too Salty Tour. And also, I know COVID was very hard for everybody, but you had some great news. You got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. We just celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary. We Zoomed our families, you know, did it very low-key, but they, they all came out here recently to Palm Springs. We got to have like a belated reception kind of thing so i think that meant a lot to our families to finally get to celebrate with us in person but uh it ended up being you know in in a a year like 2020 where everything was so bleak it ended up being a a real just huge highlight for us and i think made it that much more special and and also i have to say they always say traditionally your first year the first year of marriage is the toughest Mm -hmm. but if you could just like take the world out and you didn't have to go anywhere and you just got to be married that sounds kind of fun yeah yeah i mean we were hunkered down together you know every day like most people you you, that's the person that you're with all day every day and if you can make it through that I mean, you're good. Truly, truly. (laughs) A pandemic is is the ultimate test for couples. Uh, (sighs) I I saw a lot of people get divorced or break up. Yeah. Because it was the first time they had really been around each other. (laughs) Right. (laughs) With uh, out distraction. And for some couples, it was like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. But, you know, we really love the time together and, and got through it together and are getting through it together. And, yeah, we're very, very happy that. We, we made that next step and, and got married. Well, congratulations. That's so special. Thanks. So before we leave, I, I know we're, we're, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but I am, I want to start a new thing on the podcast. Oh, we're starting a new thing. With, oh, and I'm fortune. using you as the, okay. as the guinea pig. So, it, it, so it, it's called Tell Me More. And basically, okay. I'm just going to read some of your recent tweets and you can tell me more oh, about no. it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. How's that sound? Okay. This one I'm concerned about because it didn't have an end. It says trying oh. to buy a toaster oven. Literally every review on Amazon for every toaster is don't buy this toaster. It catches on fire <laughs> yeah. or the glass explodes. I, Did truly, you get a toaster? Did you get a toaster? I finally just got one because every <laughs> toaster was like... This toaster explodes. Yeah, is that just a thing that toasters do? I guess. But then you're, but then you're like, at what fault was the person? Did they like put a ham sandwich what, in like, there? Did they treat yeah. it as like an oven? It's not an oven. 
You, you have know, to are say, they trying to make a pot pie in there? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. My 11-year-old does unplug the toaster. Somebody taught him at some point that it was important to unplug it, and he's obsessed yeah. with it. So he unplugs so it. You so just mother, she just mothered up on you there. We're safe. Fortune, make sure I you unplug do. your toaster. Okay. I actually always unplug it as okay. well. Very I good. think that's a good, right. that's a good life good lesson. All right. Yeah. Here's, a, here's another one. What do you think Adam Driver does for fun? <laughs> well, I watched that movie. We went and saw the mo- that latest movie he did. Yeah, it's it, pretty tense. It's really bizarre. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But it is like it was one of the most insane movies I've ever seen. So you're trying to imagine him like playing pickleball or something. Well, he's just such a as an actor, he's so intense. Yeah. He's, seems very method. He gets <laughs> he takes on these roles that are very Urgh, do you think you know, he knits or like something he has oh, to have no. an outlet or something very meditative or so some- I'm just like a person that takes on those kind of roles i'm like are they yeah silly in real life or is he an intense person mm-hmm. always okay last one i don't know last one my mom once took four of my friends and i to a frito-lay warehouse for a private guided tour because she won <laughs> it in some contest that's how much people love free stuff i can't believe four friends said yes i need <laughs> i need to know more about this trip so when I was like 12, there was some sort of like local access channel thing going on where you could call in and like you could bid on things or win things. And she won the, the like a guided tour <laughs> to a Frito Lay. It's like a warehouse where they make chips. Was it like Willy Wonka's factory? Was it glorious? But, yeah, but, with, but with like chips. I mean, it was a warehouse. <laughs> I mean, but with chips. It sounds so ideal. I, it sounds so ideal. So I was like thinking about it. Like, I can't believe that that was like, I sent invitations to friends being like, we're going to sample Frito-Lay <laughs> chips in a warehouse. And I couldn't believe how many people tweeted that like that sounded amazing. Yeah. It was, it was cool. Like it was the chip, the chips were warm. Like you got to eat the Ugh. chips as soon as they came out of the oven. And like I remember, sun chips were kind of like newer on the scene, and we're still a we fan. Were tr- we were trying those, and like it was really cool, but also like what a funny thing to be like, <laughs> hi, fellow twelve-year-old girls. You want to come to? Who a- wants to go to a Frito Lay warehouse? If I, I'm in my forties, and I would say yes to that. Yeah. yeah, I mean now it's like <laughs> that's the dream, right? <laughs> Well, that, that'll be the last one, although I want to say because I had to go through all your Twitter feeds. Um, my favorite part was that you were really, really helpful to one of your friends who lost their cat. You had like a cutout picture oh, of the cat yeah. like you, you posted like four times until Aww. the cat was found. And that was, was very sweet. sweet of you. It was one of my best friends lost her cat of like 15 years. And, you know, Aww. that uh, that that kind of pet is like your child. So yeah. Uh, she was l- losing it and I was like well I have I have a lot of fans in Nashville and may you never know and actually some of uh, some of people wrote me back that were like n- neighbors of hers oh my uh, gosh so you're a good you friend can, you can kind of zone in on on places <laughs> we're a lot more connected than than you realize well, thank you so much for your she time. She found the cat. Yes, she found yes. A cat. Sorry, yeah, and you oh, did yeah. mention that as well. Cat got found. Yes. I wasn't cat even going to bring found. it up if the cat didn't get found. Yes, cat got found yeah. and is uh, is good. So thank God. Well, thank you. You are uh, a joy, and we can't wait to see your show when you come to North Carolina in February. I, I'm so excited you're coming. I, it's going to be such a fun night. Uh, I cannot wait. I always love performing in North Carolina and it was such a treat talking to you guys well no Um, you're the very best thank you so much oh it's my pleasure
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.